Am I Lucretia Lyon or am I Lex Michael importing my image into Lucretia Lyon? You'll just have to watch to find out, guys. Up next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I do find this theme song just incredibly comforting every time I hear it. It's just so much nostalgia. I love it. Yes, well, um, at least for all intents and purposes, I am Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. But I am joined by my lovely panelists, starting with my immediate left. Hey, everybody. Uh, Frank Brand. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Hey, everybody. I am Jim Fry. I'm the uh, editor-in-chief of thescareguy.com and thekonguy.com, uh, two uh, nerdy and scary websites following pop culture. Um, you can also find me at Jim. All right, guys, let's just dive into this episode since we were talking beforehand and we all seem to have a different idea of this. I hate that. I have no idea how Frank feels yet. (laughs) Well, I know Frank, and Frank, I'm sure, hated it as Frank hits everything. I will never (laughs) reveal my true thoughts about this until the very end. (laughs) Yeah, I I honestly was a little disappointed because we finally have William, and then we don't have William, and it's just, it was very uneven to me. And I normally really like James Wong's episodes. Jim, I know you had a different opinion. I'm on the yeah. opposite yeah. side of the spectrum um, from Lucretia. I, this, oh, I'm going to go out on a limb there and th- say this may have been my favorite episode of the year so far. And I know that's saying a lot, but I was kind of like jazzed by the thought of a true Monster of the Week episode, which I loved. And then they kind of, it was like a hybrid uh, mythology episode, which I love those two. And um, I think th- they did the mythology better this episode than any they've done this season so far, because it, it, it was kind of a lighter touch of it somewhat but um yeah i really liked it i really liked it how about you frank it's uh <laughs> i don't know it, it, i feel like it, it's episodes like this that i feel like that shows you that there is some life to be had in it uh you know i mean i still don't like the mythology aspects of it but the idea of like finally uncovering william i don't know if anybody would have started coming out with the ideas of how william was going to be reintroduced into the series if this would have been the way but it wasn't bad the way they did it Yeah, it was interesting, at least. And, you know, because you could kind of tell that that was something was going to be up with this kid because you have Scully having these images and, you know, as much backlash as Chris Carter got for some of the science rape that he did before. It's like, uh, Scully waking up in some stranger's bed. And then when it's sort of revealed she has a psychic connection and it's a young boy, you're like, oh, is this William? Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, spoiler alert, if you hadn't watched the episode, guys, it does turn out that Jackson is in fact William and he has some special abilities yeah I guess that happens when you have human and alien DNA Uh, it is nice to have somebody else doing something that even at least deals with some of the mythology other than Chris Carter Mm -hmm. Uh, so I feel like that was nice I I, who knows if he had done it all by himself would we have been as happy with the episode I don't know the thing that was interesting about this though was um, I I had to watch it twice the first time was like late and I I was just kind of nodding off and, and, and not I didn't I didn't enjoy it very much that time because I was having to struggle to watch it. And so today I watched it again, and I just was surprised. About, <laughs> no, no. Because, Jim, what I love about it is that you always have, like, these uncomfortable first experiences of watching oh. an episode. So it's like, it's a struggle. I was really, I had a friend over. We weren't really paying much attention. I had to go back and watch it again. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. I hate it, but that's, that's kind of true. Like, I, I, I love it. Wait, just wait. Just skip to the second viewing. <laughs> I know. This time I'm not. I'm never going to like it the first time through. The second time through I'm going to like it. But you know what was interesting was um the reveal of of William. I just thought 
I had to go back and do a little bit of, a little bit of research to figure out well, how did they know that? Like, it, it was it just a feeling? Was it just the psychic connection? But it was kind of interesting to go back to what season eight, season nine, and figure out. Oh wait, William was given away to the Vandekamps. You know, that was kind of interesting. Or they figured out that he was adopted by someone whose last name was the Vandekamps. I kind of, you know, intuited that just by kind of watching. Oh, they recognize this name somehow. But um, I. I, I had I do have a couple of things I didn't like about it, but I will get to those in a second. We can continue to to discuss the stuff we liked. Yeah, because your um, short list, I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I mean there was actually a lot of good stuff in the episode, like especially like the Mulder at the coffee shop going by Bob and not wanting to explain <laughs> Fox because my name's Lucretia, so there are plenty of times like I'm often Dinah, like because I'm a big fan of Black Canary, like the character. I'll be like super or Kara or things like that. I will pick other stuff if I just don't feel like that poor star. Starbucks person needs to write my name but <laughs> so I do get that he's like you think I'm gonna explain Fox and it was moment like a lot of the funny Mulder moments I really loved and I loved uh Francois Chow showing up like he's such a fun character actor who was in the the tick most recently which um the second half should be coming out soon guys uh, which will be pretty fun but yeah him being the pickup artist on the book and Mulder, <laughs> Mulder noticing the book and saying all right he, <laughs> And it was moments like that that really kept me in the episode, even though the reveal just seemed sort of odd to me. That And they got to it this quickly, but now William has kind of gone off again, so I wonder if we're even going to see him in the next episode. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I think he'll... Oh, in the next one? Yeah. Oh, I doubt that. Yeah, I think they'll do, they'll do a cast like, you know, We Love Supernatural. He, 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 and just I think he's going to be my struggle part four. I bet you. He'll be the, the center of that piece, which you're going to hate. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to hate it already. But I do feel like William has been sort of like, they. he's been introduced, so you mm-hmm. got, he's going to come back by the end of the season mm-hmm. in some fashion. It'd be great if we knew it was a definitive ending, but we know that's not the case. Well, no. Yeah. But you know what, though? Um, the, I, I think if I had to put my finger on the the thing that kind of, um, you know how I've complained a little bit, it felt frenetic and just yeah. like, da, 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 da. And it didn't feel like a little, some of the, like, the, the pathos and, and, and the deep moments. that This one had that. That's why I kind of, like, although I think that Scully's long crying scene may have been a little tiny bit overdone. Or as the person I was watching it with said, oh, this is her, I'm trying to win an Emmy scene. But <laughs> the thing is, hey, that, that, that sounds mean. Really good. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed the fact that they had a little bit of the more soulful, deep moments of this episode. Well, it's almost like Scully and Mulder switch places for most of this episode, because Scully is always the skeptic, but she's the one dealing with the psychic connection and wondering if this is her son, which, I mean, not too far out of the realm of possibilities, but a lot of this was, like, say, unexplained by science, like the, you know, the seizures and the connections and things like that. I mean, Scully never really said it too much in the episode, which I thought was interesting and I love you know good on Mulder for not calling her out on being you know her not herself and actually mm-hmm. believing this and of course they did do the DNA test to prove it but that's the thing is Scully is always a woman of science first so it was interesting to see that you know as a mother she was a little bit you know more mystical yeah well but more mystical or yeah. as a woman of science Mothers just have a feeling sometimes. Yeah. I don't wouldn't know myself, but from what I've been told, there's a connection that we will never understand, and that maybe there's there's part of that. It was kind of interesting her doing the um, the DNA test, basically the the postpartum DNA test on who, this person who she was convinced or she thought was her son. That was kind of a hard scene to watch. She was you know swabbing her own mouth and having to take samples from him and do this test. 
while she's sitting there in the biggest pain of her life. That was that was good acting in that scene. Well, yeah, I mean, it was her Emmy scene, as your yeah. friend put it. But yeah, that was honestly one of my favorite scenes of the episode that was not funny. Because I love the funny stuff, but yeah, like, she was so good in that scene. And two, I'm like a little emotional because I'm thinking that William's really dead as well. Because no, I mean, sad part is, as much as I didn't want to believe it, you couldn't have had those emotional beats without even you personally thinking, was this it? Are they seriously going to do that? Are we just... Because, too, being that it's X-Files, they may be able to bring him back or something, but that death could have been pretty permanent. They didn't bring yeah. back Langley, and so I was afraid, yeah. like, oh, here we go. They're going to do it again. That was pissed me off for a second there. But for as mm-hmm. much talk as we've had about William, would you yeah. have been happy if that if that indeed was the way that he was brought on and then taken out of the series? No, no I would have no. been like, what the hell? I mean, we all saw how angry I got in the finale last year and the premiere this year. I get mad when X-Files does stuff. Yeah, It would have felt like, you know, spending an entire two movies looking for <laughs> Luke Skywalker only to see... Anyways, I, let's just yeah. not go there. No, no more Last Jedi spoilers, guys. <laughs> no, all last season yeah. was basically kind of sort of a search for William. A li- kind yeah. of. And this season definitely is a search for William. For him to have gone out like that, oh my gosh, that would that have been just a big letdown, I think. Yes. And the funny thing is, the chat is not really pleased with Jackson or William, as we you know are referring to, because Holy Truthy says William was kind of a douchebag, and Alvin Lowe says so. Is William supposed to be a good guy? Because it was kind of assholeish to get the two girls that he's cheating on to try and kill each other. Oh wait, can <laughs> like, we talk about yeah. that for a second? That was the part of the episode I couldn't, for the life of me, understand why. What was going on there? Well, yeah, I thought that was so weird, and they really never really explained it. It's uh-uh. like, okay, so we have two girls basically trying to kill each other because they think the other one is, you know, this projected image of a monster that they've that was concocted online that for them to find out William did very, you know, like the Slenderman. Um, Let's bring that so, up. Yeah, this, this was no, this was Slenderman. Yeah. This was like definitely them playing it. They played into Slenderman a little bit more, yeah. like realistically than perhaps Supernatural did. Yeah. Nothing against Supernatural loved the show. But like uh they went into the whole two girls going motivated by an online um mo- something that's been created online and then they end up stabbing somebody in real life. And for those of you who don't know, this is actually a, a true story a that true happened story, yeah. because of two girls who um became enamored with the Slender Man myth, which was created as it was a creepypasta created online, took on a whole life of its own, has become an urban legend like really fast, and then they took one of their friends out to the woods and stabbed her nineteen times trying to kill her because they thought Slenderman wanted them to do that. And it was kind of some people might take offense to the fact that this opening couple of scenes kind of paid homage to such a terrible thing. But I was, I just liked the idea of the Slenderman myth, not what happened in real life. And I was kind of enamored with like, oh, this is. I I thought it was starting out to be like a Slenderman type thing, and I was really liking that. Yeah, that was a good throwback to, you know, especially if you the do ghoulie. watch it. Yeah, and the ghoulie. I liked the name, and that was just odd. You know, like, less, I guess, scary than the Slender Man to me, though. Like, ghoulie, I'm like, okay. Like, you're, like, thinking Stay Puft Marshmallow, Slimer, <laughs> Slimer sort of thing, like, with that name to me. But being that it was, like, an online sort of bullying and cheating situation, mm-hmm. what a good way to bring someone in William's age, because that is what they're dealing with mm-hmm. now. I mean, they're little sociopaths these days, right? Well, yeah. and, and I like that 
you, you know, because they kind of when they went back to look at his uh, his computer history, ah, and you know Mulder, you know who back in the early days he was always watching porn. Yeah, and he's like, what? This kid's got no porn, you know. And you know, in his head, he's thinking, can't be my kid. But <laughs> you know, well, but but then they they. I kind of he was kind of a little bit of a douchebag kid. He's a, you know yeah. seventeen years old and playing had two girlfriends who I I don't know if they knew about each other or not, but they do now. Yeah, yeah, and I like how they've really well assumed that he just wiped his history because yeah, he had that pickup artist book and two girlfriends. Kids got some <laughs> porn somewhere. I, know. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Oh, I just got the pickup artist part. Yeah. I guess I have to watch it a third time. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I, I, I guess it's kind of representative of some kids, but it also feels like, oh, do you want William to be such a creepo the way, <laughs> when he's first introduced? But I also can't say that that's not a, uh, an accurate portrayal of some people of that age group. Yeah. I still I still thought it was an odd choice to have two. They never, because he explained at the end, oh, I was just learning how to use my powers and I was pulling a prank. Really, a prank? You almost killed two people? I Yeah, like, that was really dark. I wish and they would yeah. have done that one, that part better. Yeah, because he's all, like, apologizing to both of them in the hospital. Like, oh, no, I'm not really dead. Like, and, like, freaking them out. It's like, dude, I get that you're, like, 17, but this is not cool, as my mom would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, although those girls, uh, they they went with the flow. I mean, they, they didn't get as creeped out as I thought they'd be. If somebody that you thought was dead just comes back in and starts breaking stuff down. Oh, I've got these abilities. I don't know. I'm just trying to control. I'm like, what <laughs> is happening right now? Yeah, it, you know, it was kind of odd that they were just like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, in the day and age where we have superheroes on five nights a week and shows like Supernatural and X Files around, and I'm sure in this universe they have their own version. But yeah, it's still like you wouldn't be like. I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nope, this was just some elaborate ruse to get us to try and kill each other so you can get new girlfriends, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and that was what I just didn't seem to get in this episode is there was a lot of things that they left unexplained. And, you know, I did love all the DOD jokes. Like, <laughs> he's like, ah, you know, you have a crappy car. It must be DOD. <laughs> Mulder assessing those guys. And yeah, like, I did love that William had them uh, kill each other, though. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's the thing. It's your, your son's very crafty, but he's a little bit of a sociopath. You know what? Did you guys notice, though, like, there was, um, maybe I shouldn't jump to this, but jumping a little bit ahead, when he's talking with uh, Skinner, when they go off and they're talking on the boat, and Skinner comes and starts explaining, like, the mythology behind what's happening. There was something kind of jarring to me, and and I was reading about it, and it, it, like, Mulder, um, so so what happened, what... I guess we should explain that what was happening was that that their son apparently was part of a an experiment that was going on for like wait like fifteen years ago, right? And it, this was explained it was a the hybridization between alien DNA and human DNA and trying to see what happened. They couldn't predict what was going to happen, so they shut it down. And so apparently, Mulder now realizes that his son was part of that, and he even told Skinner this was kind of he goes. Um, Moldy, moldy. <laughs> That's Mulder and Scully's moldy. 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 <laughs> no, Scully. He goes yeah. Skinner. Scully was subjected was subjected to these tests, and that's where our son, where where William came from. Was he admitting that he knew that yeah. he thought that his son was not his son at that moment? That it was a result of these tests. And that's the part that, again, wasn't really sort of explained well, but a lot of the stuff with William and Mulder's knowledge of this was done off screen. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of the odd part is, are Mulder and Scully aware that 
there were other factors involved in William. And that's what's bothering me is like, they don't seem to have a clear cut explanation because, you know, the DNA was tested only against Scully's DNA right, and nothing was his. said. Yeah. I mean, and two, you would only test the parent. And it does make more sense because Scully was already swabbing herself. But it's like, don't you think Mulder would have thought, like, should I test this? You know, <laughs> are, are you the father? Like, you know. You would think, you know, Maury Povich can get those done pretty quick, guys. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 20 minutes? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, I guess if you already thought you were the father, and even uh, Scully thinks that you're the father, there probably is no reason to really test yourself, I guess. Yeah. Unless, they, unless he had some question, like, oh, he doesn't have my eyes. Wait a minute. He looks like the secret smoking man. Hold on a second. Yeah, well, I mean, they are, you know, father and son as well. He's like, yeah. you know, it kind of looks like me, only, you know, like like he's going to smoke and not look at porn. Like, you know, these are things that he was looking at, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, the, um, there is a website, net, supporting mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. And it is the blog of... Vanderkamp, Jackson Vanderkamp, and he blogs about monsters and ghouls. And so people are saying, hey, maybe this is a hint that he is Mulder's son. Because it, you know, we can on, only hope. Online, yeah. he does Mulder type stuff. Mm. So maybe this is a hint in that direction. Yeah, his online persona is very Mulder like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was enough of the cigarette smoking man for me. If we have to have an episode, like that was like the maximum amount. Just uh, to do a little tease, like the, back in the old days, where you just like see the him pilot in... episode, remember? Yeah. yeah, and that's what I liked is he was just sort of in the background, like clearly watching Skinner. But I do like that Skinner is clearly only working with them to kind of protect them. Like he is clearly on Mulder and Scully's side, and it does make sense for them to be a little bit on the fence about that. But yeah, Skinner cares about them, and mm-hmm. it's good to see like he and Mulder are working together, and he feel you know he's of course broken, especially when Mulder is telling him about, you know, William being dead, and he's a little, like, there's part of him that feels terrible, but is also relieved. Oh, he relieved. really had a reaction? Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear yeah. that. Yeah. But I feel like there was a little bit of relief in that sigh, because he oh, doesn't yeah. think that Mulder knows, maybe, and that that's why I was like, there was sort of a scene that they don't really explain this. Oh, yeah. and you know, yeah, because you're making a good point, because I think one of the reasons that we all hypothesized that Skinner was kind of saying quiet was because he didn't want to reveal to Mulder and Scully that he had find out that, hey, you've been, you know, science raped and that's not your son. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to reveal that and, and take away Mulder's son from him. So maybe it is a, a little bit of a relief that, oh, I don't have to keep the secret anymore. And now the cigarette smoking man can't hold this over my head. Yeah, and that's what I got from the scene. But again, I mean, there may be other interpretations, but I felt like there was some (laughs) relief in his voice. And uh, Teresa Stewart brings up a good point. The DOD used uh, fertilized eggs, then added alien DNA. So yeah, Mulder is the father. And that's what I want to know. I mean, we need a DNA test against Mulder to see what really is going on. But being as Mulder could be his... um, Half brother as well. It's Boop. like, eh, how how are we going to figure that out? <laughs> well, also because they said that the um, the test got shut down fifteen years ago, and so we don't know how. What if the test? I don't know. Did uh, I, I don't know where mm-hmm. I was. Going. I was like, what? What if he got tested after he was born? You know, or something. I don't know how these types of tests work. So. Yeah, exactly. It's a, Alien eugenics yeah. tests are beyond my comprehension. Oh, come on. Well, let's do I'll give you some light reading material. I'll <laughs> be out with that. The, the, the curious thing now, though, is that uh, everybody except for Mulder and Skelly know uh, or think that's basically Jackson slash William is dead. So I'd be curious to see if they just keep that to themselves because that's another way to kind of close off all loops of anybody trying to get to him if everybody else thinks that he's dead. 
But or will they share that uh, with Skinner or somebody? I don't know. Yeah, that is the thing is, you know, they seem to be the only ones now aware that he's still alive. And I will say, I mean, I like that William is being portrayed as very much like Scully's son is he is one step ahead of everybody. And two, these sweet scenes where he could have with his mother without sort of letting letting her know he's okay. But also not letting her in because he, you know, she's his biological mother that he's never met and has given him up for adoption. So there's that little bit of, like, I want you to know I'm okay, but I've got to run. Like, mm-hmm. as Mulder and Scully would And his, his closing mm-hmm. words to her were so great. I wish I could know you better. Or it was yeah. his, And like exactly the same thing that she said to him when she thought he was dead. I wish I could have known you better. And it was kind of cool the way he echoed that back to her. And so, yeah, he's kind of a douchebag. But mm-hmm. he's but he's kind of a sweet kid. He's he, yeah. he's kind of really loving his mom, and he says, "You seem like such a nice person." Um, I thought that was great. Uh, the way just what, what you're describing, like we're finding out that it's a neat way for later for Scully to realize that her son was talking to her. Oh man, I just how did you guys not love that? No, ending? That, yeah, that those nice. parts I like. Oh my yeah. gosh, just the way that uh, like Mulder just kind of reassures or puts the hands on the shoulders as she's watching that little clip. Just yep. a little a little reaction from her it was just a nice little touch. But I do agree. It is kind of a little bit frustrating that, oh, we're not going to really allow them to have a reunion right here um, yet. They, who knows if they allowed it. We got five yeah. more episodes. Yeah. Right? But <laughs> this is the X-Files. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like last season where they like built up looking for William and talking about William, and then we got no William. And now we have William. And that was the thing. Is like, so you're going to take the rug out from under us again? I just... But you know I mean, what, though? Yeah. Like, I was reading... That, that kind of goes back to the original series. Like, which episode did she... Or which season did she give William up? Was it eight? Was that the season she had to... I think it's eight, but it's kind of like the ep- they in the whole continuity of the series and how they wanted to write the series. Scully having a baby didn't fit. Like they wanted her out and running around solving crimes and not having to call the babysitter. And so they, from what I understand, they got rid of him because it, it was just hard to keep a baby in the series. And now here we are. How many years later? Fifteen, twenty-eight. He's seventeen years old. Seventeen mm-hmm. years later, and they're bringing him back into the series, but. If it was going to be Fox, Scully, and William, it won't feel like the X-Files. They have to keep him removed, you know? In a way, but at this point, being that he is 17 and he has these abilities, it would have been more interesting to at least have him try to help them. I mean, and he was very helpful in this episode. I mean, Mm -hmm. he kills the DOD agents and, you know, sets up a lot of this. But at the same time, it's just much like last season where there was a lot of times where Mulder and Scully were separate. It's like, why yeah. are we doing this? But it, will yeah. we as viewers be satisfied and enjoying the series as much if now they have a third magic person with them who can do these things, which, you know, X-Files is best when it hints at the supernatural, it hints at the ghost world, it hints at Bigfoot squatching. I'm so I upset I missed last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was my favorite. <laughs> I'm with you. It wasn't mine. But um, that was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. I love that. But it's it's great when it hints at that, but when it shows a monster head on and you fully embrace it, it feels less like X-Files and more like Supernatural. Natural, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I would agree with that. Is like I much prefer it to be a little bit of a hint. That's why I was surprised that they just went all in with William's powers. I mm-hmm. mean, being able to, you know, display the image of somebody else and when he becomes Scully, it, that was really interesting because he picks her over Mulder because um, he saw both of them and knew that the DOD was after him. But yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah. It is. It, it, uh, 
Well, it is the lowest rated show so far right now. Uh, yeah. uh, lowest rated episode. So mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, I don't know whether, uh, at least audience appeal, I guess it's not really uh, hooking them as much as Fox and I guess Chris Carter and everybody had hoped it would this time around. Well, you know what, though? I think um, it came back fairly strong. I, when you say it didn't, I think we've had some episodes. Like I, I agree with you, that hasn't hooked people in. Last season, it came back like at what sixteen million, seventeen million. And it was right after the Super Bowl. Granted, I mean, yeah. it was yeah. great, but it maintained a really decent, steady audience throughout. And then this season, you know, the numbers have dropped precipitously. And we'll see. Like they do an, a, a live plus three days, so we'll see what DVR playback. We probably might give it another million viewers, but yeah, I was I read that too. It's like way low this year. What do you guys think that the reason for that is? Well, I mean, I think it's not doesn't help that like the the last episode from season ten plus the first episode of season eleven were just two clunkers. Yeah, yeah. so that just I think that leaves a, a bad taste in people's mouth. Like, all right, I'm going to give it up. Uh, I'll give it one more time when it comes out to season eleven. Oh, it's still the same garbage, man. All right, forget it. I'm gone. Yeah, because yeah, up like this episode was fine. Like as I say, there were parts that I really liked, and then parts that I didn't. Because again, there was like a lack of explanation, and it felt like you know they're sweeping the rug out from under us again. But the following or the previous two episodes were amazing to me. I was like, I enjoyed both of them, and was like, wow, like these are great. And then, and I think that's why this one was kind of a harder fall. And maybe that's it. Is some people like you know they've got these big highs and lows because depending on what you prefer, like whether mythology or monster of the week, or you know you just don't like you know them toying with your emotions. Mm-hmm. This one I felt. Do you think it was more mythology than monster of the week? Or- uh, no, well, I, I think it's more monster of the week with some touches of mythology. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that comes from it being William. But yeah. if you were to take William, just the name out of it, and it was just some kid, it would seem much more like it, just like a monster of the week story. Do you think it would have been more satisfying that way? I honestly think it would have because making it William brought in the mythology and then it was very disjointed. And that was the part that I didn't like. And there were a lot of emotional beats that just didn't always go with the other side of the episode. Mm -hmm. It didn't seem very James Wong to me. And I think that was the thing, is like he was having to write this in when that's not even his strength. And I love James Wong, yeah. I guess I was... Although this was... I'm having a debate. You know, yeah. I always go back and forth. Yeah. I, this, I, 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 this is among my favorites of this season. But I was a bit disappointed. I liked the monster I saw at the beginning, and I wanted this to be about that monster at first. I wanted a true monster of the week. We have. I feel we don't. We've had a standalone episode of you know the not last week but the week before. Well, both of them were kind of standalones. But I want a monster. I, I'm I'm sitting here ready for a cool monster. And I don't think we've gotten one yet. Yeah, we need Glenn Morgan. Because <laughs> yeah. he does the best monsters, yeah. Well, especially when you get the idea that, oh, if it's a riff off of Slender Man. Yeah. And you think, oh, this could be I was super stoked yeah. about that. really cool by this. And then it doesn't quite go that direction at all. Yeah. Yeah, because what was Glenn's episode last season where the... I, I just remember because we had the discussion when Glenn was here about the monster being sort of more inspired by, like, Todd Bertuzzi and, like, a lot of, you know, big hockey guy. I'm like, what was the name of the monster? I can't even think of that. But that was, like, a really good monster episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of similar to this Slender Man where it was sort of, like, a manifestation of people discussing. And, you know, so you've seen, you've seen that before. So it's odd that... They did the very SVU 180. It's like, hey, you think it's going to be about this, but oh no, oh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be about that. Yeah. <laughs> I it uh, yeah. Would you have been because there that there was that moment? I was like, I wonder if they're really going to have that introduction happen at the after uh, Walter uh, William sets it up where the two agents kill each other. He's hiding underneath the the, uh, the desk, and they come around looking for him. 
Uh, and I was like, oh, are they just going to do it? I was so hoping they were just like, let's just let's just get it over with. Let's just make it happen. Especially with uh, Scully calling out. She called him Wayne. Or did she call him Jackson? She called him Jackson. Jackson, Jackson, come on. We want to make sure you're okay. Just like a mom. Yeah, and that's what I liked is she was very comforting. But I did sort of understand his hesitation. But it was, like, very cheap that they had him turn into a nurse and then leave. I was like... Come on. That like, was <laughs> I know, typical X Files. Yeah. So, uh, I know, but that was like, I have to give them to it. That was kind of good writing. Like, they had us, they took us right up to the edge, right up to the edge, and then they tweaked us. I don't know how I felt about that scene. Would it, do you think the episode would have been better if they had that aw shucks moment? I don't know. I, I mean, it definitely would skew. I mean, it certainly becomes then the rest of the season becomes about their relationship with William then. Because it would be weird to have them. Meet him and hang out with him, and then all of a sudden go back to standalone stories. Like, where is this William? What is he doing? Unless they're going to kind of induct him a little bit into his world, but then that, like we talked about, no, before, because remember no. that seems why, weird. Why? Why are they doing the X Files now? Remember, because they say William, so that's yep. it. We're done. Yeah, and that sort of the thing is like that's why maybe this episode would have fit later, or like too, you could have him come in, and then they'd be like, okay, well, we need to put you here to protect you, and then have them go off. But yeah, as you say, the whole point of the going back to the X Files has to do with finding William. Alvin Lowe has a yeah. good point. Did you read that right there? William showed no emotion at all that his adopted parents, who raised him since he was a baby, got killed. This this makes no sense. Because they raised him, I guess, since he was a baby. Yeah. Did yeah that, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Well, yeah, like, he seemed to have a little bit of a reaction when he asked one of the girls, I think, you know, my parents are dead, right? Like, and sort of, like, you know, he kind of already knew and saw it, but he mm-hmm. sort of had to react pretty quickly to make himself look like he was dead and all that. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, he has displayed some very sociopathic behaviors with these girls, and, yeah. Because <laughs> the way that he even just tossed it off nonchalantly when he's talking to that girl, I was like, I, I, I met this woman, I think she's my birth mother. Yeah. It just keeps keeps going. I'm like, no, that seems like a big nugget just dropped into your lap there. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, she might be my birth mother. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, this is further and further proving that probably Cigarette Smoking Man is his dad. No, <laughs> no, 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 it's not going to happen. Uh, I hope not, but like, you know, Fox t- Mulder's kid you, being this bad. Let me ask you this. If we find out that Cigarette Smoking Man was absolutely lying, will you... Would you like the pilot episode a little bit more? Would you hate it a little bit less? Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> mm. But you know, yeah. but the sad thing is, like, if it if it was like Glenn Morgan writing that yeah. episode with that kind of, I would I would feel like, all right, I think it's probably just a feint. We're gonna find out what the real deal is. Chris Carter has shown that he just, man, he doesn't deliver. Uh, and so when he says something like that, I can't say for certainly like, oh, this is just a feint. He's gonna show us that it was really Mulder all along. Like I could easily just. I could see him just saying, yep, it was really cigarette smoking man's the whole time. <laughs> well, and that's what he even said in interviews. He's like, no, I've been planning this since then. Like, that's why I threw this in. And it's like, so how was Scully pregnant for, like, more than nine months? Like, that's sort of the thing. It's like, eh, dude. <laughs> what did you guys think of, um, I, we called it the, the uh, Scully getting her, her, her Grammy Award. Mm. Uh, scene the, the the long sad. I think it was that. I mean, especially if this has been like the object of her pursuit for the longest mm-hmm. since she gave him up. Uh, especially at the focus of last season and the beginning of this one. That I mean, to finally come across your child that you'd given up seventeen years ago mm-hmm. and he's dead now. I thought it was great. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought it was an Emmy worthy scene. It's like, yeah, like her just it, and two, it went on as it should because it's like, okay, I was with Scully at this point. Yeah. It's like you have been waiting for William too, and and then for this dick to do this again. Well, it was kind of uh, cool. The the thing is, like X Files couldn't just do. It would have been 
they couldn't just do the okay we're, we are reunited let's hug and let's shed some tears and be happy this this was emotion upon emotion the scene this was the reuniting scene the i'm sorry scene i i wish i would have known you and the goodbye scene it all rolled into one scene for for the flaws of what where the flaws of the episode is this this scene was worth it to me that was just such a good scene and then the capper when they leave the room and then the beautifully, you see the zipper undoing, and he just kind of yeah. gets up, and that was the classic X Files moment. I just that was the best scene. That yeah, was the best like, scene. that was such a good scene. And then with the fact that he did, you know, zip himself out of the body bag and everything was really <laughs> great. Yeah. yeah, it would be interesting to talk to either Glenn Morgan or James Wong or anybody. Just like writing an X Files episode, especially back in the heyday too, was just is if you're dealing with the mythology, how or even I guess just even the Monster of the Week stuff, where you. You want to show, they're talking about, you want to be able to show like this, come up to the edge of the possibility, but then maybe have cast some doubt in there. Mm-hmm. But like, how often, how much can you do that, especially with Skelly, without making it always seem like, oh, Skelly just happened to come in just a moment too late, constantly. Or she woke up just a moment after something had finished happening. Like, how often can you do that? Because I feel like you're writing an episode, but then you also have to be able to kind of step back, but you don't want to sacrifice the credibility of your kind of uh, skeptic character as well. Mm-hmm. That has to be a fine line to. And and that was one thing that, as I say, this episode actually did well, was hold that fine line. Scully being able to believe that this is William, that he's able to do this, but also not lose her, you know, scientific, you know, need for proof. And that's what I liked is, like, she never fully said it and Mulder never called her out for believing it, which was nice. But, yeah. He called her out one time. Yeah. What was it? He said something like, be careful like let's yeah. be careful like it, it was interesting how Mulder became the skeptic in this episode yeah. and 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 Scully was really the one pushing forward um believing that whatever she was believing you know even after he, that he was called but but it was Mulder wasn't it, who said he's he's called to you like he wants you to come he's we're supposed to be here i think yeah. am i right yeah. okay so he's the one who started the um supernatural talk at the beginning so but then he kind of was was quick to cut it afterwards I, he was just protecting scully I think. yeah and that was the thing is it more came off as protecting her not so much that he didn't believe what was going on but he wanted to be more cautious because you know this you know scully's child here and that she's been looking for so long and it was you know Mulder being his best Mulder. yeah there was that scene where he does come in where he says, you know, I, I, I've got to tell you something. Can you come out here for a moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems so awkward. Like, why Why does she need to come out there? There's yeah. nothing you could have just said right there to her. Mm-hmm. You, you come out here with me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why? Why? I don't yeah. understand this. Yeah, it's it's cute when Mulder tries to be the protector because the majority of X-Files, it usually is Scully who's got <laughs> the, the jump on Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> um can we, what about the cigarette smoking man? What he actually said? What What was it? He goes. Mulder is getting closer to finding out the truth. He said. What was it? He said. Yeah, and I believe those were his exact words. But that's the thing is, like you know, Mulder is getting closer to finding out the truth about William. But is this really the truth about William? And I mean, it's like, what else could it have been? No, was yeah. it about William? Did the yeah. cigarette smoking man know that this was William? Uh, I that part I, I don't know. Yeah, again, it was one of those things that they didn't really explain very well, and that was one of my issues with the episode. There were several moments like that that they didn't really explain. Maybe it's uh, he was thinking that you know if they get involved with Crossroads, then he's getting that's more involved it with it. Crossroads. That's so right. that, I don't think they knew that Jackson was William, but that he was part of that program. The experiments. Yeah. Yes. So if that's the case, then Mulder getting closer to that could lead him. 
closer to William at some point. Yeah, because the the DOD was it the DOD Department of Defense. Defense. Yeah. So the Dodds yes. were there to dis- to kill Jackson and destroy his hard drive. Yep. Although I loved Mulder. Oops. Sorry, yeah. shouldn't spill on there. No. Yeah, that was funny. Because if, if Cigarette Smoking Man knew that was William, there's no way he'd still be there. He would have been sno- scooped up a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, Bronx, New York brings up a good point. Well, guys, looks like we're not getting any Monster of the Week episodes this season. Just imaginary Monsters of the Week. <laughs> and it's like, good point. Like, you yep. know, honestly, every Monster of the Week episode has turned out to not be much of a monster at all and always in someone's head, whether it be Reggie's or the Twins. or yeah, you know. The Twins was the closest, I think, yeah. we got to abs- actually a Monster of the Week. You know, but again, I think we'll get a Monster of the Week. Come on, they've got to give us a Monster I'm sure. We've Something. got at least four more. Well, I think uh, the next episode, isn't it? They didn't, oh, yeah. they, didn't they, they hint at it? They're always hinting. Yeah, they're always <laughs> hinting. Well, I thought the la- I thought the Squatch, I was hoping that was going to be Bigfoot, but you know. I, I know. I'm like, I want the wear monster to come back. <laughs> I like that guy. That was great. <laughs> that was good. And I'm always a fan when they do change up. We've talked about this a little bit before when they've done it. Uh, they change up part of the title sequence at the end when the eye, after the eye blinks. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I like this one as well. Uh, you will see what I want you to see. That was interesting, yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if it did have a dual meeting. Like it was, um, it was William talking to the girls, William talking to his mother, and maybe it was also um, was a cigarette man's. If he did know, he if he was actually pulling pulling all the strings from behind the scenes. I don't know. He always is with anything. You're only no. gonna see what I want <laughs> no. you to see. And then why? And the joke with being called Bob. It happened three <laughs> times in this. I thought did it, did it actually mean something? Was there something going on that I'm not getting, or was it just for laughs? I think it was more just to show like you can kind of create your own reality. And yeah, you can fool oh, somebody into that's thinking. exact. Yeah, he was create. Mulder was creating his own reality in the coffee shop and making somebody else buy into that. Yeah, and and it was just Mulder kind of screwing That's around good. and pointing that out, which sort of was a continuation from last week, and then it made sense with this week. So that was one thing that I did like, as he sort of tied that all in, of, you know, your truth nonsense, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Mulder's just having fun. Like, yeah. That's inter- and then it was interesting that um, the poster on the ceiling of Malcolm X. That, yeah. That was kind of like an odd choice. Um, but... Also, somebody was saying that Malcolm X was somebody who um, changed his name and became somebody else later in life. And perhaps that was like a thr- maybe William slash Jackson had some knowledge and he was co- planning to go on and become something else and, and, and save the world or whatever it was. It was also interesting at the end. Um, two things. He said the world, what the world's going to about to change. Yeah. And that he would because he I even though you hate it. That pilot episode, they had the throwback to he was having the same exact vision as his mother was. Oh, yeah. Even better to have just the Skelly describe <laughs> that to the therapist over the dreams exactly like this. Like, I don't need to see that. I didn't enjoy watching it. I don't need to hear the breakdown of it. Yeah, like, I agree with Frank on that one, too. I was one thinking too. about like, Frank when okay. I was watching that part. I was like, well, she's loving that. Yeah, like, I agree. Because, too, it's just like, it's just... I smell, I smell a rat because, like, I feel like he added this later and was like, "Oh yeah, that that was not, you know, this was a vision." Like, and that felt like crap to me. And then it's like, "Oh yeah," and William had the same vision, and that's they're connected. Mm. Like, and two, this was one of those times where Scully was like really buying into something that is, you know, a little bit mystical and very much more like Mulder, and that just didn't seem to sit well with me. I'm mm-hmm. like. I didn't mind a little bit in the mother's intuition, but yeah, that scene, that's probably why I even forgot. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I hated that scene. <laughs> and, you know, we can we, we should also consider the possibility that 
and, and you were kind of uh, hinting at it, Lucrecia, that, mm. that and, and somebody else up here was, what if William is not a good guy? Yeah. Like, the name of the book that that they picked up was, it was called The, the Pickup Artist, Memoirs of a Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. And that was the name of the book. So maybe that is William. Because he, his parents died, not a lot of sadness. He had no problem with his two his two girlfriends almost killing each other. I mean, he didn't express remorse over much of anything. And then the two people killing each other at the end, I mean, that was in self-defense, but still. He did a lot of killing. Well, yeah, and that is sort of what I've always feared with Finding William, is that he would turn out to be bad. As with, you know, I mean, like a Damian Wayne or something in Batman. I mean, you you have these thoughts of when you have good people like that, and they have these kids they don't raise, oftentimes they do tend to turn out to be a villain. And I know that, you know, the chat has said that all night, and that's when, when oh, I was yeah. kind of afraid of. Because it's like, yeah, this kid's kind of dark. <laughs> Remember Alias? Where um, yeah. did you guys watch Alias? Yeah. Where Sydney was always wanting to meet her mom, and then and the, her mom oh, yeah. is evil. I know, and, yeah. and the thing is, we're always hoping that her mom and her are going to have this great relationship, and then in the end, right? But spoiler alert, right between the eyes, which again I thought was lazy writing. I don't know why that had to happen. I, I, I was hoping they would reunite to the end. What if they pulled one of that, one of those on us? You know um, that they have to kill William. Yeah. I, that sounds like Chris Carter, but you know, luckily <laughs> these have already been written, so yeah. hopefully we didn't give him any ideas. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would not be so great. I would say that William will uh, take the name of his uh, of his hero, Malcolm X, and uh, honor his parents. So it'll just be William X Files. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I like go. that, Frank. That's right. <laughs> uh, but I, I never have you guys <laughs> either good. put posters on your ceiling. I've never put posters on my ceiling. I know. I, I never did the ceiling. I would. I had like I painted like stars and stuff. Like you well, know, that's not the poster yeah, that I had on my yeah. ceiling. I'm Sorry. A, <laughs> I had, I'm like I had Fox Mulder on my wall in like Fight Club. Like, yep. uh, but yeah. on the wall, not the ceiling. Yeah. Damn, I never went. I never went yeah. on the ceiling route. Yeah. That was odd. I guess I well, yeah. Why wasn't it on the wall? Because they had to have the moment when they lay in the bed. Well, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I don't know. I guess it sounds cool as a kid. Like, oh my god, I could put a poster on the ceiling. But I always feel like it's so impractical. But yeah. you know, Fox kind of like a uh, wasn't he kind of making fun of that as well? Like, it's not your typical kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, yeah, they don't see a lot of, like seventeen-year-old Caucasian kids. Like Malcolm X is my guy. I know that was a bit yeah, odd. Yeah, that was odd. And I did like the quote that they used because it was actually one of the better Malcolm X quotes is, you know, if you don't stand for uh, for something, you'll, you'll fall, fall for, for anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really interesting because both of his parents both st- uh, stand for things on different sides of the, you know, mysticism or the skepticism in science like so it's interesting to see how he's sort of along the same path of standing for something and really believing in it but yet he seems a little dark Malcolm X yeah because I don't know exactly what he's standing for yet yeah and that's the thing is like he was doing this you know like slender man type ghoulie thing so he seems like he stands for you know chaos yeah yeah I wonder if it's ultimately going to come down to that cigarette smoking man is going to get his hands on him and kind of tempt him over to his side of thinking, and it's going to be up to uh, Scully and Mulder to kind of lure him back on. To it's going to be the mother's side. love. Yeah. It will. Well, like Kylo Ren. And <laughs> that worked out well. Yeah. So when we see Fox walking on that long, lone, dark bridge. Let's yep. not compare this to that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the X-Files. I want to continue to love it. Yeah, me too. But, you know, they make it hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they I, And I, I agree with you guys. This has been a little bit of an uneven season in, in some spots. And I think 
of those of us at the table, I perhaps have enjoyed it the most. Hmm. I mean, I... I really liked the last two episodes, and honestly, the second one was really good, too. That's the thing. I'm like, those were all really good. The last episode, I was just expecting so much more. They had such build-up to to be so funny, and so this, and then even the alien scene at the end, I was like, that was just, it was too much tongue Mulder's fit was amazing. It was too tongue-in-cheek for me. I wanted something to actually happen. But anyways, (laughs) I did like it. Mulder's fit was great. Yeah. (laughs) And his giant head on that little body. Yeah. Oh, different I, episode. I, uh, I've i been happy with it. I mean, it's like even as frustrated as I am by the end of last season and the beginning of this season. Those episodes drive me bonkers. But still, I mean, it's still X-Files. So I'll, yeah. I'll take what I can get. That's a watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's better than many other things that that are coming out now that we that we watch, both watch and cover. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and on that note, I'll mention Tanya Lindsay. Um, our fan here in the chat said she had posters on her ceiling when she was a teenager. No, so like, some people have, but you also had lawn darts. So yeah. like, yeah, like <laughs> I was like, whoa, the people really had those. <laughs> I had lawn darts. Yeah. yeah. Se- I, mean, I was a, I was a seventies kid. Yeah. We were, it's a wonder we survived. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh gosh, I'm sure Tanya's posters are all like country music people. Okay, you know, don't knock country music people. I met Christian Kane out there, and I got to tell him that I actually owned his country album. He was like, "Thank you." Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just saw him out there in the hall. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, guys, there's my he got name drop. Librarians, that's yeah. awesome. Yes, that's so cool. <laughs> and Angel. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. he was Lindsay. Like that was my favorite uh, character on Angel for a while. I always liked the bad guy. He's got great yeah. hair. He's got great yeah, hair. Yeah, and he did have very great hair in person, guys. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! But I think that about wraps up this episode, guys. Yep. So, uh, do you have any predict- Quick predictions before we head out. Yeah. Buzz TV I predictions. I was like, forgot that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. man, well, I, I'm excited about next week for like a really Skinner focused episode. Yeah, me too. Because I love the character of Skinner. I'm glad. That he gets to be the forefront for once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been uh, he, he's kind of had a thankless role even last season and this season. So it's nice to actually give him. Come on, he, he, Mitch Pelleggi come in. Let's give him something yeah. to do. Yep. Speaking of his crossover, remember when he was yeah. in Supernatural too? Exactly. He makes, all, he makes all the runs. I don't have a prediction for next week. I, I am predicting that next week. That you will like it more than this episode. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure I will. Like, as I say, there was good parts of this episode, but overall I was a little disappointed with the William reveal again. <laughs> I do think that yeah. – I think a Mitch Pelleggi episode – Pelleggi or yeah. Pelleggi? Pelleggi. Pelleggi. I think it will be a uh, mythology-centric episode, though. Don't, do you think? Well, uh, I mean, I get, it could have some uh, some touches. Oh, man, Tanya said you would be correct, yep. Frank. Oh, Tanya. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Uh, but, all right, a quick poll, though. Do you like uh, do you like Skinner with a beard or without a beard? I like with the beard. He looks, I like no. him. I, he rocks it. He'll, he'll, yeah. He, I just like Skinner. Yeah. Uh, I like You'll Skinner. take him any way you can get him. He's a badass. <laughs> All right, since that is it for the X-Files After Show, guys, where can they keep up the conversation with you, Jim? You can uh, find me online at at the Con... Wait, at Con Guy Jim. Also, uh, check out our show here on our sister network, Popcorn Talk. We have the Scare Guy Show, and we have the Con... The Comic... I always get this on The Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show. There's too many seasons. The yeah. Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show. All right. Beautiful. Uh, I will be watching whatever the name of that episode yeah. is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jack. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And stay tuned for this channel on After Buzz TV for Horror TV Weekly. We're on tonight since we're off for the Super Bowl. But we'll be back on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. And also, my podcast, Mrs. Brightside, comes out on iTunes on Tuesday, February 6th. So be sure to subscribe to that. Congratulations. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. And have a good night. See you guys later.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. freaking Mulder! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.